Yes, yes, yes. It may be cold outside, but don't worry. London City Lionesses are on fire. Welcome to On and Off the Pitch. Yes, yes, welcome, welcome. Lots to talk about London City Lionesses. Ooh, Bristol leave it late. Ooh, Sunderland. Ooh, Manchester United. Bish, bash, bosh. City win. Emma's in the house. Emma. Hi, okay. Yeah, I'm not bad. I'm not bad. I'm trying to keep yeah. the cold out and stay warm on the inside. You know what it's like? Oh, it's you know freezing. It's, like. it's freezing. I've got to say that this podcast, pod chat, is sponsored by Lip Balm, Say No to Dry Lips. <laughs> That's all Feel I'm going to say. Feel you. Okay. At this time of the year, say no to dry lips. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when you're out it in is, public. It's, it's good advice. It is good advice. It is good I advice, so I'm telling you. Put, it, yes. put some in your pocket, keep some in your car. Just, hey, 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 hey. Don't leave home without it. Lip balm. Travel pack. <laughs> uh, look, we got a lot to talk about. Um, and I want to start with the championship first, the women's championship, because I want to give them a little bit more love than the WSL, because everyone's talking about the WSL, Emma. Everyone. Yeah. You know, and no, I don't, I don't want to moan. I'm just going to say it. I don't understand, before I get into the whole kind of like what, games we went to see this weekend and how great the football was. I don't understand what Barclays get out of sponsoring the women's champion. I don't. Because they don't push it. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I don't, I don't get what the BBC get from the deal because they don't push it. I don't get what the FA player is doing because they don't push it. I just don't. I just don't get it. Mm. But nevertheless, we are here. <laughs> just... We're here. Like, no. <laughs> Sorry we're about here. that. No, well, no, we're here. We're here talking about the Barclays Women's Championship and the great football that is contained within. Um, must, I must, I must quickly go over the results. I don't want to dive into the game that I went to, pitch side. Right, so the results as there were the last round of games. Blackburn's game was uh, postponed against Charlton, so... You know, hopefully that wasn't too much of a bother for the Charlton fans. Lewis win away against Southampton. How? I don't know. Uh, Bristol City 3, Coventry 2. Really good game by all accounts. I've got a question. I saw a Craig tweet. I've got to put it to you. Birmingham win away 1-0 against Sheffield United. Don't know what's going wrong there. They've literally fallen off the wagon, Sheffield United. Sunderland... Beat Durham 3-2. I mean, a, a Dar as Derby's goal, that's a big game to win. But the game of the weekend, under the lights, freezing yourself. Crystal Palace at home against London City Lionesses. And I thought, hey, this game's going to be great. Time was changed because of other fixtures to do with the ground, the home ground. And I thought, I wonder what this game's going to be like. Because the first game of the season... Um, 
London City Alliances, I believe they hosted Crystal Palace or early on very, and they lost at home. And I thought, is it going to be one of those tight games? First 15 minutes, you know, you kind of, the feelers between each team, I could see London City Lionesses growing into it. But my God, did they steamroller Crystal Palace? They absolutely, I mean, the football they played at times was fantastic. It was just, it really was good. Despite the temp, I mean, it was absolutely freezing. They're, they're, what I would say in terms of their approach, their approach was ice cold. Their approach was ice cold to the opposition, the determination, the application. They destroyed Crystal Palace. And Crystal Palace have got a whole host of good players. They've got, they've got some really good players, but just couldn't cope. Couldn't cope with them at all. Hop cross, you know, moving the ball around in midfield with Rogers, her corners. I think she probably she took corners that hit the crossbar twice. And to do that, and and, and the, the linesman not call it that he went out. I mean, the pinpoint accuracy was unreal. Um, the defenders were, were comfortable. Bennett, Girasoli, Nolan, composed when they needed to be. It's the forward line. Ewan, Napier, Muya. Unrelenting, press, attack, move the ball, play. I mean, I could go through the whole squad. They, it, it was a complete performance. And they had the goals to, and they had the goals as well. And why I like this, I mean, this game, obviously, because of the goals, yes. But knowing that Bristol already won and they're both going for, you know, who could be promoted, it was a must-win game. And I've been to watch London City Lionesses before and I thought they're going to win and they draw. Same with Palace. I thought they're at home, they're going to win and they lose. Yeah. London City Lionesses turned up. And they didn't have Primus on the pitch. Jarrett has just come back from um, injury on the bench. Um, who else was? Who else? Uh, Lily Ag wasn't playing. Fitzgerald wasn't starting. You know, and I just thought to myself, they showed their squad depth. They showed their squad depth. They could have probably scored more than the five. They could have. They could have scored more than the five, and. The players will be tickle pink in a sense because they pink shirts. They will be happy with the performance. Uh, and I could tell you how dominant I think in terms of the performance that that London City Lionesses had over Crystal Palace. They sub on Lily Ag and they take off a defender. You know, you, and you're already winning five nil or four nil. That that for me says that that they are extremely confident about their business about what they need to do. I think the next league game that they've got is going to be is going to be immense. Players will be happy. The management will be happy. The the chairman, chairwoman, the board will be happy. They'll be happy with the result. They'll be happy with the scoreline and they'll be happy with the approach. And as for Palace, as I said, whole host of players that are really good, just couldn't get it together, didn't have... Either the luck didn't go their way and they had an injury. I think Riley went off uh, in terms of the second goal, um, tracking back uh, Napier, who literally kind of bundled the ball, shot it, like across, threw herself across the line to make sure that she scored the second goal. Uh, Riley went over, looked back on the, the play and I think she just twisted her ankle. Hopefully it's not too bad because she was in a lot of, really a lot of pain. And, and the one thing about playing football in the cold, I mean, I don't know if you went to watch the City game, but... When you play an evening game and it's freezing, I don't know, it was like 
and you fall on 4G, it hurts. Yeah. It hurts. I think um, people underestimate the conditions, you know, when it comes to the game and the part that they play. Because, like you said, I mean, you say ice cold. I mean, you know, as fans, you sit there and you moan how cold it is. And you yeah. Sit you buddy up to the person next to you and just hope for the best. But being those players out there, I mean, you know, I've been to some games where the conditions have been really bad. I remember oh. one time a couple of seasons ago, I think uh, we had a an under the lights game and about 20 minutes after um, it finished, it just snowed. <laughs> it, was, it was just ridiculous. There was a press conference and we came out and we couldn't believe it. Yeah, um, you know, and and the players are out there, and it's it's the worst, you know, for them as well. And yeah, obviously they've got a job to do, and they just get on with it, and they do that as professionally as possible. But yeah, yeah deep deep down, they don't want to be out there playing in the conditions either. No, they don't. And uh, I, I mean, London City Linuses probably would not have minded the conditions, knowing that they got the win, knowing that they were winning, knowing that they were on top. But when you're losing, when you're you can lose at home, right? But when you get battered at home and the conditions are cold and it's an, an evening kickoff, all of those things add up to the additional pain. They will remember the fix. Even though a football player and a professional will say, forget that one, move on to the next one. This fixture hurt. Yeah. This result hurt. Temperature, inability to kind of control the game, inability to get on the score sheet, inability not to, to 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 keep the scoreline down. I mean that that will linger for a lot a long time. I I'm praying that they get past this result and are able to come back. Uh, I would say, even though I don't like it, I think in a couple of weeks there's going to be another international break. Even though they've just come back from the Christmas break, which begs belief. I don't know if it's international FA Cup, whatever it's, uh, the league. It, it escapes me, but. I'm, I'm praying that from Crystal Palace's point of view, they're able to kind of get their resolve together and they are, they come again. But for, for London City Alliances, I worry for other teams facing them right now. Because they got it's not just the strikers that are scoring goals. They've got they've got legs, mm. they've got the appetite, they've got the application, they've got the focus. And more important is that they have a manager who is very very, very savvy. Very savvy. Technically, tactically savvy. You know? And I think in, uh, this is why I like the championship because I know already they'll be planning for the next game. They'll be planning for the next game. If you can see the highlights on the FA player, if you're bold enough to try and log in, please do. <laughs> <laughs> please try. Uh, <laughs> I want to move away from them and talk about the team that played. Um, and I don't know if you saw any of the championship games, Emma. I don't know if you saw any because I know the weekend was busy. <laughs> I barely watched any. Uh, exactly. Even, I, the life, the life of, of 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 a football fan trying to stay on top of things is is very difficult. It's it hard. You to know pay. what? And, and more than anything, obviously, with you know, obviously coming off the back of the the winter break, and I haven't, we haven't spoke, have we? Even since no. Christmas. Happy New Year, by the way. Happy New Year. Um, 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 Merry Christmas. Happy New yeah, Year. Yeah. Easter. Okay, yeah. Okay. Pancake Day, whatever. <laughs> I love Pancake Day. Anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's definitely something to look forward to, isn't it? Pancake Day. Um, yeah. it's, it's been 
a whirlwind. And I think, like you said, I, I mean, there were some good results over the weekend, yeah. uh, like you say, across the leagues. Um, and it, it's good to be back again. But yeah, it, it, it like you alluded to before, you know, when the next the next international break obviously is going to be disruptive. And yeah, it's just a shame that we've only just got back and then, you know, yeah. you've got a few weeks and then you think... Yeah, I, I, I've already heard adverts for Arnold Clark Club and I started going, la, 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 la. <laughs> yeah. oh, It's mad, isn't it? But yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, uh, it, it's, like I said, you just kind of get into the momentum, the swing of things and especially like you said, like London Lioness there, they're going to be you know, wanting to get on and they've got the bit between the teeth and they just want to carry on and keep playing while they're in their, you know, good form. So, yeah. you know, it's a shame. Yeah. It is, I know. And this is the thing. This is, let me, let's me let let's talk about Bristol. Now, I saw the result um, in terms of Sunderland and I thought, oh, I thought I'd send out a cheeky tweet. Could this be Coventry's uh, day for them to put up a fight? They, By all accounts, they did. I saw the highlights. It looked like they, they put up a decent fight against Bristol. Bristol's comeback has to be one of the best I've seen in terms of extra time and added time. You know, really, really good. Devastating for Coventry because, you know, I, I really want them to get some points on the board. Yeah. But, you know, um, okay. they they made it a nervy finish. Mm. Made it a nervy finish. They will be looking forward to the next game, or will they? Because it, I believe they've got London City Lionesses at home. Mm. I believe they faced them at home. And one thing I'll say about London City Alliance is they travel well. Mm. They travel well. And they, you know, they get the job done when they're on the road. So this is going to be a really good game. You're going to have a team that has kept, you know, many goals out in terms of how the, the, the games that they've won by the, the score line, single goals probably, against a team who's just scoring goals for fun. But but saying that now, they'll probably be nil nil. <laughs> yeah, both. <laughs> it'll probably be nil nil. <laughs> yeah, just, just 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 hype it up. Uh, I I'm, I'm going to shout out to Nat. Shout out to Nat Brown. Shout out to DM. Shout out to Shahan. I know you guys are boisterous down there. Okay, I know you're walking around with your chest puffed out, but it's game on. When you face London City Lionesses at your patch, obviously, but it was it's going to be very interesting. I do, I do, I do, I hope, fingers crossed, toes crossed, legs crossed, that this game is on the FA player in real time. Please, with yeah. sugar on top. There, like you said, there needs to be some massive improvements in in the visibility of certain games and certain, you know, leagues. And, you know, they're deserving of it. You know, there isn't um, enough exposure for the Championship League. And like you said, when you look at sort of the financial aspect of, you know, sponsors and and one thing and another and platforms, yeah, it's just really disappointing. It, it You know, it's it's more than disappointing. And I'll tell you, I'll say it again. I do not know what Barclays get out of sponsoring the women's champ. I don't know. Apart from other than name being attached to it and some manager doing a post-match comment behind with their name behind them, they, there's no push. 
there's no absolutely no push and it's just a reminder no such thing as trickle down economics in football not in the women's game they don't care no. don't care we care but it's just it, it's just a it's just a reminder of where we are and what's been said time and time and time again and it's the same conversation all the time all the time it's ridiculous ridiculous uh what am i looking at where are we where are we yes so bristol um we've talked about them birmingham go on craig you top man craig is the top man craig is the guy yeah. uh birmingham went away birmingham went on the road against sheffield united now at halftime i this is how i'm, I'm not always up to speed i didn't realize that uh, sheffield united don't have a manager and have not had a manager for quite some time that you know the guy that was you know walked away apparently um didn't think you could take him any further but they've got some really good players there you know i know courtney sweet mccurk we've interviewed on the podcast before doing fantastic work co-coms on football right across the leagues but um yeah they're not in a very good position in terms of the position of the league and it's it is a shame it is a shame to see them in this position especially when you look back on previous seasons it it just seems to be a little bit of a downward spiral it's just really not coming together for them and you know es essentially they were a top four team at one point that were you know pushing for promotion pushing you know at that top end of the table and it just seems to have lost that kind of i don't know momentum i, I suppose or for whatever reason it's just it's just you know fell apart a little bit it, it has fallen apart but the, but 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 for the other team birmingham i mean they their new signing from west ham claudia walker what a way to introduce yourself to your team or your team's fans you know you go and score the only goal um and it's another indication for players in the wsl who are spending a lot of time on the bench that there is life outside of the WSL where you can play football on a regular basis. Mm. You know, it's I'm puzzled as to why so many teams stockpile so many players and they get very little minutes. Mm. Claudia Walker, did she did she used to play for Birmingham before she went to I don't know. I don't know. I just I haven't she, she did. I, I might be wrong, I don't know. Maybe but. so. I mean, listen, hey, there are only 12 teams, right, in both leagues. And I know that DM and Nat and Shahan, they've got a real long list of players who are even attached to Bristol, even if they just kind of knocked on the door and said, is it okay if I come in and use the toilet? Mm. Um, and they go off and play somewhere else. So I wouldn't be surprised if she had been at Birmingham before and went away and came back. I wouldn't be surprised because there, there are only so many teams and, uh, you know, as a footballer, you just want to play games. So all you do is just want to play games. And if you can get foot, your, your game time, Yes. wherever that's it but but fantastic um from the highlights didn't see this game live i, can, I will watch it again though lewis beat South, southampton don't know how uh nifty bit of craft work uh from lewis see that emily Kraft with the goals um but i believe the the the, the player of the, the the game has to be um the lewis goalkeeper frantic at times white house clearing everything that she could, you know, in terms of the attack. Southampton moved the ball really well. They've got some really intelligent forward play. 
the way they move the ball and they're so strong when they're on the ball and they move it well but they must be kicking themselves as to how they didn't get all three points or even get a point in this game it's just it's just bonkers and in terms of the league um london city Lioness has played one game more one point ahead of bristol city who's got 23 points bristol city have got 23 london city lionesses have got 24 um sitting in third place charlton so they're still in the mix with their game that was postponed so anything can happen there birmingham is still there you're 19 points southampton you know played one game more 19 points it's all really interesting and lewis is 16 points and, and even with Crystal Palace's heavy defeat, um, they're sitting in seventh place. Seventh place. So it's it's still an interesting league, still lots of, of points and things can change. The bottom team, Coventry, no points. Sheffield United, seven. And Sunderland, with a nice big win, are on 10 points. So it's looking all very interesting. And... I'm just hoping that uh, Coventry and Sheffield United start to get some points on the board to make it really interesting towards the end of the season because I don't want it to be a procession as to who goes down. But by all accounts, the Coventry players are united and they've got the, the bit between the teeth and they, they want to fight and, you know, as survival 2.0 or whatever that is in, in 2023. <laughs> yeah. You know, and you know. I, you know, I've, I've got a little soft spot for Coventry. Um, it would be good just to see them get their points. I mean, I don't obviously we're not talking about WSL yet, but obviously Leicester, you know, they, yeah. they did did one and uh, got some points for their first points of the season. So you know, it can be done. It can be done. It can it can be done and should be done. Um, that's the main thing. So look, we're, I've whistled through the, the championship. I might come back to the momentum. And, and see what I might have missed in terms of of, of the moments in the game. I, I will say, and what I will say actually, before I go on to we go on to talk about the WSL, what I will say is that a lot's been said um, by a number of different fans about um, London City Lionesses. Either they were originally when they were attached to Millwall and they broke away, and people had an opinion about that, and you know why they called London City. Who cares where they're based? It doesn't matter. With so many you know, football clubs with foreign owners. Does it matter if they're based outside of London and they call themselves London? People say that Watford is in London or a London team, but they're not in London, but go figure. Um, people moan about the fact that they've got no fans and say they've got no atmosphere. They've got young kids going to games. You know, these children don't have an employment in terms of a wage. They've got, they get pocket money. So they can't, you know, very different clientele. Uh, but there were a group of kids at the ground. I don't know how old they were. There could be anything between, I don't know, 9 to 13, 14. Boys and girls, little cardboard plaques walking around the side. And they walked around and they lit, they positioned themselves, right, Emma? They positioned themselves adjacent to the Palace fans with their flags. And all you could hear is this little voice, this place is a library. This, and I just thought, are you giving it to the Palace fans? This is this kid. <laughs> I was like thinking, you love you, to see it. <laughs> you're bold. You're bold. And you just thought, okay, you know, you've come along. And I just like the fact that London City Lionesses are 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 a, diff, a very different team, very different makeup, very different approach. 
They haven't got, they're not part of an established club and they're doing it their own way. And if they do make it to you know where, all of those points that I've mentioned will come up again. But I will speak, I, I will adamantly say right now, if I hear anyone say, oh, they're not, I will speak up for London. I'm not employed by London City Linuses, not getting money, but I will speak up for them. I will speak up for them. They are the other in the football world that doesn't have grown adult fans that go to the pub, get drunk, boo players, and do all of the other stuff that people say should happen. They are an emerging team with their own history being created as we see it in life, in, 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 in the moment. So, you know, they're not a fan group that can go, oh, we won this back then and we, they are emerging. So give them their time, let them play their football, and judge them on what they do on the pitch. Don't, don't, don't. I will go for you if you attack them. I'm putting it out there. <laughs> I will go for you. Yeah, and I'll stay again. I'm not employed by the club, but I will speak up. Just to clarify. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure, you know, but, man, this platform is independent. It's yeah. not backed by anyone. <laughs> it's it's independent. Off the whole yeah, exactly. People will be like thinking, we heard what you said. I'll be like, yeah, that's fine. As long as you understand. <laughs> You know, because I, I think it's really important that when you see something different in football, whether it be about how they approach, they build their fan base, they are not doing it the way other teams are doing it. They're doing it their way. And, and for me, I appreciate what they're doing. I do. Not many do, but I do. Leave that alone now. Let us go and talk about WSL. But I must remind everyone that this podcast is sponsored by Vaseline. Say no to dry lips. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. Right, Emma, let's get to you. What's going on? WSL, lots of good games, lots of good goals. But let's start with Manchester City. Mm. Only one goal. Yeah, it was a, a it was a bit of a dull game, really, for me. I, I didn't, um, you know, it, it was one of those, I, I mean, take nothing away. Let's not take anything away from West Ham because I thought, they played really well, to be fair. I think, you know, they had a game plan. Um, they wanted to stifle our play. Um, they did that. Uh, they wanted to nullify our attack. They did that. Um, you know, but we weren't at our, at our best. You know mm. what I mean? Um, I think it was frustrating. Um, I don't necessarily think that frustrating frustration reflected in the performance. Uh, I think it was lacking any kind of urgency, any kind of intent. They were just kind of happy to pass the ball around, keep the ball and just hope that the breakthrough would come. Um, and eventually it did. Um, but like you say, that was the only goal of the game. But Bunny Shaw again, you know, she's um, having a great season. She is having a great season. I did see the highlights. Uh, and she um, had a, a, an opportunity where she could have made it too and it hit the post. Yeah. Uh, Lauren Hemp. The, the 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 wizard with the left wand um, only was able to kind of make the keeper push it over the, the crossbar. I, mm -hmm. I'm very disappointed with Lauren Hemp. I'll say that now. Yeah, she had a bit. She had a bit. I mean, it's not often, but I think we could say that Lauren had a bit of an off off game, off day. Yeah. I think. Uh, she wasn't kind of on it. Um, she wasn't as tenacious as as perhaps she usually is. You know, there were times where she she had a go at goal and scooped it absolutely <laughs> like wide um which is really unlike her mm. but i think 
I can't say there was many positives. Um, I think West Ham had their own fair share of opportunities themselves. And I think at, at times we were probably even uh, lucky to still be ahead um, at times. So uh, I think it, it, it perhaps we are lucky to come away with the whole three points where, you know, perhaps it could have been a different story if they had found the equaliser. But you've got to be happy. You've got to be happy with where the team are in the league. The league, the league. I mean, the league position is 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 good for for Manchester City. You know, yeah. still in the mix, not think, necessarily clicking, but in the mix. Yeah, I mean, I think with regards to the league, obviously, a lot of well, pretty much everyone is is uh, kind of ruled us out in terms of champion you know winning winning it and one thing and another which is fine i'm happy mm. to just go about our business get the results and just quietly um you know control that what we can and, and get that the job done sort of thing but i think what we've seen is and i think we spoke about this you know toward the end of last year is that this season in terms of you know arsenal chelsea united teams are dropping points teams are picking up points um the gap is is certainly closing and the bridge is being you know uh closed and and we can you know be in and amongst it you know i think it's for us now looking to that arsenal game i think that's going to be you know maybe the difference if we can get a result against arsenal at home then potentially we're back in it mm. I, I would say you know or any team that's looking to play arsenal will probably think that that's the team that they can pull back at the moment. Manchester United, I want to mention them and then come back to Manchester City. Mm -hmm. Now, Manchester United, I think they've been, not been, been, not been noticed, but they have moved on from where they were. They are playing, I would say, much more attractive football, maybe not always to everyone's eye, and they, you know, but they are putting, they're moving the ball around and they've got key personnel that are, that are, that are, that are pivotal to that. You know, because of the way that they dispatched Liverpool and I would say embarrassed Liverpool, really, you know, every team that's in the top half of the table must be worried about going to play Manchester United, home or away, because they are showing that they can do the number on you if you're not careful, if you're not careful. And because they've got a really good host of players there again, that phrase, host of players, but they've got a striker, Alicia Russo, who I think she's probably right up there with, you know, when we're talking about Miedemar's, and people go, oh, Miedemar's goals and Sam Kerr, I think from what Alicia Russo has shown is that when she's on the pitch, she's going to cause you a lot of trouble if you're a defender, and she's going to pose you a problem, and she's going to score goals. And when you have that in your team, right, you're, you're, the odds on that you're always going to get the points that you want. Any team now going forward, you're going to be hoping that Manchester United trip up and fail. So it's not just the Arsenal, it's Manchester United and Arsenal that you're going to have from where Manchester City are. You're hoping yeah. that those two teams trip up. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, we we saw that again, like at last, uh, last, year, last year, toward the end of last year when we played them at the Etihad, you know, they scored first. They mm -hmm. looked the better team. You know, and again, that was a game where, you know, we're coming away thinking, God, you know, I'm glad we got something out of that game because 
it could have been very different. And, um, you know, United were very good on the day. And I will say this as well, because you spoke about Russo there. I honestly didn't think that um, she would be the player that she is this season. Um, and that's not to take away from Russo and the type of player that she is. It's just within that United squad. I Because... You know, she had such a good summer and I think that the expectation of like the contributions that she made during the Euros and, and the goals that she scored, you know, you're looking at Russo and thinking, oh, I want to see that at United. And I thought she would struggle to do that within that United team. She has absolutely just like proved me wrong. I just think she's absolutely unbelievable within that team at the moment. I think Mark, Mark Skinner deserves more credit than what he's getting. Um, I know United fans have struggled um, with the idea of Mark being the manager and, and what he can get from the squad. But again, I think patience is a virtue and I think that's really starting to show now that things are coming together um, and the performances, like you there, like you said before, uh, it's attractive football, it's enjoyable football um, and that's the difference. You know, yeah. it really is starting to come to fruition um, and they are proving to be, you know, one of the, the better teams, one of, if not, I'm not going to say the best team. the better teams in the WSL this season. And hey. I, I, if you look at the time scale and you look at the the journey that they've been on since, what, what 2018 and, yeah. you know, obviously a championship and, you know, cementing themselves within... Uh, the WSL, uh, I think the pathway is, is very good and it's it's looking very good for them. Um, I just hope they don't win the league before, <laughs> before us. Uh, I will say that. But, yeah, I, I don't blame them for, for setting their sights high and, and, and as fans setting their sights high and, and believing that they, they should, you know, be attracting more players and, and better players and, bigger names because I think they are getting to that point now where they, they should be drawing those big names in. Right. You know the thing that, because it's still transfer window, and I'll, I'll say a quick hello to Craig. Craig's in the chat and comments. I've got a question for you, Craig, if you stick around. Hi, Craig. He said hello, hello. Um, so much has been said about teams wanting to improve. There's a big thing about looking at European players wanting to be this, wanting to be that, particularly the, the teams in the top half of the table. They don't look at the championship. They don't, they always say, we've got to get this player. We've got to get a player from Sweden. We've got to get a player from um, Denmark. We've got to get a player from Norway. We've got to get a player from, you know, France. We've got to get, and I'm like thinking to myself, there are only, there are only 12 teams in this league. Mm -hmm. And some, some of the players that you've got, um, don't get any game time. And before we go on and talk about the rest of, of the, um, the the teams in the WSL in terms of their results, one team in particular, Spurs, let go, Willie, let go of their striker, Williams, who wanted to go to Manchester United at the time, didn't understand it, couldn't get my head around it, now going or potentially was meant to be going out on loan. And I mean, she's not going to get game time ahead of Alicia Russo. She's not going to get game time ahead of Martha Thomas. I don't understand how that move came about. I don't understand why Manchester United went for that player. And I have no understanding that if you were a seasoned professional, that you could look from afar and think you're going to get past the two strikers that are already there. You've wasted half a season. 
of your life. Is that sitting on the bench? I mean, if Craig's still here, um, wait, did Rachel Williams used to play under Matt Skinner at Birmingham? Probably. So it's to me, I feel like it could be a pull, more of a pull because it's under Mark, more less and less about kind of getting the minutes and playing. I might be wrong, I don't know, but it's yeah, it, it is a bit of a strange one to be honest. Um, like you know, you know, you know, sometimes these moves happen. I mean, look at like Stanley Forth, Stanley Forth, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a, a bit of a a bit of an odd one, a bit of an odd move for me that. Yeah, well, sometimes look, every now and again these ones crop, you know, they kind of crop up, don't they? They they do, but I think if you're you've been in the game long enough to know that you've got a good thing at Spurs, you'll get to games, you'll get games week in week out. There's no one else challenging you for your position as a striker that you choose to go and jump in the deep end at Manchester United, and and do it and do it in the summer when the lionesses are so successful and Alicia Russo, everyone now knows who she is. Yeah. You know, that's that was the thing. I mean, like, yeah, it didn't make any sense. And from from Spurs' point of view, losing a player at a key time for them would have been unable to score goals and get the points on the board that they did last season. They've gone backwards. They've literally been running in treacle this season and it's a shame because they're a good team again good manager knows their stuff but not had the points on the board and i don't know not 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 say put their bodies on the line for the club or maybe they have and they've just not had the rubber to green i, I don't know i haven't watched enough of them this season but it's you know this isn't the spurs that i would have said that was last season who, who really did a lot oh craig's in the chat there he is look Craig says that she's 35 now, can't play every week, even if she wants to. Pushes standards with her work effort. And, and this that's the bit that cracks me up. And I've got to be honest, Craig, I know you're a very knowledgeable. Pushes standards with her work ethic at 35. Then be a coach. You know, we're still working. Okay. Oh, wait, hold on. Look, hold on. Look, this. Really? Was still working part time as a plasterer while at Blues until we turned pro. Wow, look at that! I got problems with my wall wall downstairs. <laughs> it's always good to know a good plaster. <laughs> isn't you know it? What I mean, like you know, seriously, <laughs> and a trustworthy one as well. Exactly. Um, Had to come by. Right. Very, <laughs> you know, I, you know, with that with that bit of information, Craig at thirty five. Yeah. I, I don't get it. But maybe, maybe, maybe that's maybe that's it. Maybe she wants to have some of those coaching experiences under Mark because she obviously values him as a and knows that he's a good coach. What well, uh, ahead of Rianne Skinner, who was part of England backup? Um, that, 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 well, I cannot get the words out. I cannot get the words out. They wait. They fail me. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, they yeah, fail me. <laughs> no, they do. I just think to myself, you leave you leave a manager. If you think that, I mean, I know that everyone says Mark Skinner did a great job at Birmingham. Okay, fine. I'm not saying he didn't because I, I don't know enough about him at that time. I know he's doing a good job at Manchester United. But I mean, in terms of you as a player and, your, and at your age, ask yourself the question, do you want to spend more time on the bench at your age or do you want to play as long as you can? You're a long time retired. 
Emma, you're a long, that's what I always say to everyone. You're a long time. I still think I can play, but my back and my knee tell me, no, you can't do that anymore. You know, that's the reality. I still think I can play, but I can't, mm. you know, in my head, I'm like, I can do that. But my body says, no, don't try it. Mm. Um, uh, the results, right, for the rest of the WSL, um, Villa win at home against Tottenham, 2-1. Let's do this. Arsenal um, draw 1-1 with Chelsea. Fascinating, obviously, because uh, that makes everyone feel a little bit like happier, especially Manchester United and uh, Manchester City. Everton win against Reading. Uh, Leicester win against Brighton. Leicester get the points. Wow. And I, I, I forgive me, I think, I did I say... I didn't even say the scoreline for Manchester United. Manchester United six. Respect. Yeah, that in showing. <laughs> respect. Uh, Liverpool zero. A respect. Um, you know, Matt Bed will not be happy with that. Not having to travel that far from home to get smacked about by your local rivals is not a good thing. Um, some of the defending that I saw in that game, the highlights, I just thought, whoa, really? Um, woeful, but in terms of uh, the WSL, it's all interesting. Really good to see that Everton are getting some points on the board. They got 15. West Ham, you know, they're not far behind them. They got 15. Aston Villa, who have recruited so well, I believe, with some of the players that they've picked up, they've recruited so well. They have a really good team there, and um, Carla Ward is doing a fantastic job. And we all know who wants her as a manager. Let's not say anything else. But I don't see it happening anytime soon. Um, Liverpool. And I did a tweet in the week uh, where I thought that they'd hindered themselves in some of the signings. Now, I know that one of their players has recently retired, formerly at West Ham, and you know had some really bad news. But I didn't understand... I didn't understand why they went to get a player. Now, I know Matt Beard has worked with this particular player before at West Ham. But as I've mentioned to you before, Emma, and this is a word that comes up a lot in women's football, sentiment. And I remember months ago when um, Steph Houghton was coming back from injury and you had the same sentiment feeling, but you were leaking goals. Mm -hmm. And Steph Houghton's now not first choice. She's on the bench. And Man City are playing well. So sometimes sentiment can bite you in the ass, And I think that was a sentiment move because I think Liverpool are a decent team. But if you're buying players that can't cope at the WSL, if they're being released by West Ham, they're being released by West Ham for a reason. That's the reality. If West Ham are releasing you, it means that they don't think you're adequate for the WSL. But if you... So... I couldn't work out with all of the knowledge that Matt Beard had of West Ham when he was there and he went away and he was at Bristol two years down the line not to have seen that as being an issue, regardless of the situation as to why the player has announced their retirement. That's it. That's a separate issue. But in terms of the progression of Liverpool as a club in the WSL as a serious marker, where they are in the league right now Considering how they dispatch teams in the championship, I did not expect them to be in this position. Just didn't. No. Shocking. No, I didn't either. And, you know, it is an embarrassment to get, 
you know, regardless, like six nil is a is a really poor poor scoreline, regardless whatever way you look at it. Um, you know, and I think, like you said, he has got a few. He has got a, a quite a good squad and, yeah. and a relatively strong squad as well. So um, definitely something needs to change there. Um, and it's it's all about the response now. I think looking ahead to the weekend. Yeah, uh, look, you know, it's going forward. Every team, I think, in the top five has got a chance of catching Chelsea. You know, well, no, maybe not Everton. Well, well, I'll slow down with the top five business so people start having a go at me because they've got they're on fifteen points. Mm-hmm. But Manchester City, Arsenal, Manchester United have every every chance of catching Chelsea and making that top part really interesting. It's the bottom part of the table. Leicester with a win. They've got a little bit of momentum now, so they'll be looking at the next fixtures. Brighton will be thinking, damn, we shouldn't have lost that game. Reading are thinking, oh my gosh, what's going on? Liverpool now are now in the mix. They're in the mix. It's only five points. You know, they've got the same number of games. Brighton have played a game less. Reading have played a game more. So it's all really, I would say, what you call your pick and mix of disaster down at the bottom of the WSL. Anyone can fall. And Liverpool, I did not expect Liverpool to be there. I thought Brighton might have a bit of a sticky patch because they'd lost their manager, but I didn't expect him to be that far down. Leicester there. So any any de- it looks like any decent team right now that hasn't recruited, that is still playing football, or not even so much playing football, that are still actually not dealing with situations as teams were two years ago. Two seasons ago, we were seeing teams getting beat 8-0 and everyone was like, oh, it was great, isn't it? But it's that no one wants that now. Mm. No. No one we're, wants that. We're past that now. Yeah, we're but, past yeah. that now. We're past that. That's that's those school lines are for Sunday league under 15s. You know, when the goalkeeper is like four foot one and everyone's just lobbing him for fun you know, or her for fun because they think they can't jump. At this level of football, WSL, professional league, you're not expecting teams to get beaten by six goals. You're just not. So that's a very difficult thing. In terms of going forward and the next the next fixtures, uh, I mean, are you confident with your fixture next? Because you've got Aston Villa. Yeah, I mean Villa have been fantastic. I think have been utterly fantastic this season. Yeah. I really do. I think um, they've improved massively. Um, they're attracting really good players. Um, I mean Jordan Nobbs. You know you've got. Yeah. I mean that's a really really good signing for them. Um, yeah. And again, I'm chipping very quickly, Emma. Another player who spent too far, too many seasons, yeah, not getting exactly. first team football at Arsenal. Yeah, but I think that's more Jordan Nobbs' sentiment, <laughs> not not necessarily Arsenal's. But I think, yeah, it. To be honest, for me, Jordan Nobbs, and I, I was talking to Faye about this the other day. I think it's 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 a really good move for her, and I, and I really hope that she gets a good opportunity to um, show the kind of player that she is because I kind of feel that probably even 
when she got injured um, just before the the World Cup in France, I think obviously thereafter, I, I and I hate to say this, I, I genuinely feel that she struggled to come back to the best the levels that we know that she can be, Jordan Nobbs. And I think perhaps being at Villa will give her the opportunity to kind of build her own confidence um, and show the type of player that she can be. Uh, because I don't feel she had enough opportunity to be able to do that at Arsenal, given the squad uh, squad depth and the, the players in and around her as well. Yeah, I mean, I I I think it's a great move. Massive move. I think it's a great move. You know, I've seen her play, and I thought really good player. Actually, she was at a, on a London City Lioness game, just visiting, watching. I wasn't. I literally sat about four or five seats from her. I didn't say anything because I thought, you know, sometimes you see people, you think. You're on your day off. You don't need people pestering you. And I was sat there, and I probably had a, a face like a smacked ass as well because it was cold. So I, was, <laughs> I, I weren't, I weren't talking. You know, I weren't talking to anyone. Um, so yeah, <laughs> so that's going to be a good fixture for you. You, your Manchester City, you're facing Jordan Nobbs, yeah, Rachel Daly. Daly Who yeah. else have they got? Has they got Staniforth? Yeah, if, if she um, plays, um, I just think. I just think, again, like, they've got seasoned, experienced players now yeah. within that side that yeah, essentially yeah. kind of bolsters, uh, bolsters Villa and gives them that balance of, yeah. you know, youth and, and experience. And I think I, I think Villa will be, um, you know, one of those teams that potentially can, can cause upsets, you know, um, for the rest of the season. Um, it'll be interesting. It, it'll be interesting to see, you know, um, obviously get to the end of the season, uh, what that kind of summer window looks like, and and where they see themselves going from there. Because I kind of feel like if they can finish quite strong, um, mm-hmm. then I, I think essentially, you know, if you're attracting those sort of players already, you know, who else essentially have they got their eye on? You know, come maybe next uh, next season. Well, I th- I think everyone. I think there's a word of mouth thing with Aston Villa and and, and the players because I know they talk. Well, they're all very friendly. I would assume that when you get one bunch that go there that are like minded, I would say in terms of their their style of play, hardworking, attractive footballers who are able to, and I say attractive, I don't mean physically. Let me just clarify that before someone kind of comes back on me. I mean, in terms of their style of play, who are able to manipulate the ball well. That's the kind of play that Carla Ward wants. Let's not forget as well. I mean, Irobuchi ended up there, didn't she? Yeah. Um, For a short spell before, obviously, she made a move to Arsenal. And she can't wait to get away from Arsenal because she can't (laughs) get game time. And Well, she couldn't. Um, obviously, it was kind of a short, a temporary move, if you like, before, obviously, because they couldn't get the the move, the Arsenal move done. So that was kind of done and, and that was... But Iribuchi, I mean, when everyone when that happened, everyone was like, what? Yeah. What is this huge pull that Aston Villa have got? Like, how, did they, how did they manage to get these deals over the line? I mean... Nice houses. Like, yeah, I mean, there's got to be, there's got to be something. So obviously, you know, what more can they do? It's, it, yeah, it's, yeah. it's great to see a team like that, um, getting those sort of players in 
Um, and yeah, I think it makes it more exciting because I, I'm looking at Villa now thinking, who, who have they signed now? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm more excited about the moves that Villa are making than, than what we're bloody doing at the minute. <laughs> Uh gosh, uh, weren't they linked? Weren't they linked to? I saw rumors. It, is Ruby May still with you guys? If they, is she? Yeah, she is. Was she yeah. linked to them as a rumor? Well, I think again, <laughs> I think that comes down to game game time for Ruby in terms of management and outsourcing her minutes to another team. But you know, I mean, Ruby's got a great future ahead of her. Um, but yeah, I, I think every City fan would love to see her utilised a little bit more in some way, shape or form. And then you look at oh. Jess Park and look at how she's doing at Everton at the minute. Hey, well, uh, before we talk about the other fixtures, I'm going to ask you about Jess Park. Are you worried that Everton, she stays at Everton and she says, I don't want to play for City? It is, it's there at the back of my head. but mm. But then... The problem, the thing is, obviously, Esme Morgan uh, went on a, a loan spell there last season and that sort of improved her game so much as well that um, I think it was almost we'd kind of got Esme back as, as there were a new, more confident sort of player and she's been playing a lot of minutes for us this season. So I can't see it going the same way with Jess, but I do feel we miss her because... Really, we've only got sort of Bunny, that's that out-and-out out kind of striker at the minute, contributing in, in that position. And I love getting Jess Park, you know, 10, 15 minutes on in a game where, you know, you're looking to get something out of the game and, and she really can bring that. Um, she, she doesn't want to hear that. I hope, I hope she does come back. She doesn't want to hear 15, 10 minutes. For the, no, 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 no. I know, I know she, she does. She wants 90 minutes. I know she does. And she did, she is deserving of 90 yeah. minute 90 minute games, you know what I mean? But yeah. that's kind of unfortunately the only kind of capacity that we've seen her play. Oh okay, um, Jess. Okay, Jess, you've heard it. You you you'll stay at Everton. <laughs> yeah. Please come back. Please come back. <laughs> right, I'm gonna ask you quickly on these fixtures, right? Um Chelsea versus Liverpool, who wins? Chelsea. Right, Everton. West Although I'm, I'm all for a Liverpool upset. Let's go. Yeah, no, I think Liverpool have got the same hangover as Crystal Palace. It's a heavy one. Yeah. Um, Everton, West Ham. Mm, Everton. Uh, this one is almost. I almost feel sorry reading it out. Reading versus Manchester United. United. Yeah, I feel sorry for Reading if Man United are dispatching teams six nil. Uh, Tottenham, Leicester. Mm. Mm. I'm going to, oh, Aye. obviously the head's saying Tottenham, but momentum, I'm, I'm going to say draw. What? <laughs> I know. It's going to be a Tottenham win, but I want, like, oh, I'd love to see Leicester get a draw. So I'm oh, God. Do you know what? Just for that, I bet you any money Leicester get the points. Do you know what? I'm going to be completely, <laughs> I'm going to be completely honest now, and I am not just saying this, but um, I did a bit of a, like, I put a bit of a, I, put a bit of a bet on at the weekend or whatever. And I and I was gonna um bet on Leicester to win that game. And I'm so good. I didn't do it <laughs> Just feel like the, the odds were like ridiculous. It was like something like 30 to 1 or 28 to 1 or something like that. Um, all right, all right. Yeah. All right. And the last one, uh Brighton versus Arsenal. Oh 
Yeah, before we run off, I'm going to quickly go and look at the run over the next fixtures for the for the championship. So they've got Durham, Southampton. Tough one to call that one. Um, I'm going to say draw. Uh, Coventry versus Crystal Palace. Oh. Come on, Coventry. I really want them to get oh. some points. Oh. My friends at Crystal Palace won't like me if I go against them, but I, I do like course, but oh, that's painful. I'm <laughs> going to sit on the fence with that one. All no, splinters. you can't have me, you're not allowed. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're way, uh, uh, Palace. <laughs> <laughs> Palace. Palace to get the points. Sheffield United, Blackburn. Blackburn, surely. Yeah, Blackburn. Birmingham, Sunderland. Come on, Brummy. Charlton Lewis. Hmm. Draw. Draw. Okay. And and the last one, we've got a couple of comments and questions we'll come to. And the last one is Bristol City, <sighs> London City Lionesses. I'm turning away from the screen. La, la, la. I'm gonna say Bristol. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to go London City Lionesses. Yeah, I thought you might. Yeah, right. We've got a couple <laughs> of comments, right? We've got Stuart. Uh, evening, Stuart. Um, Hi, he's got Stuart. a comment before we run away. He says, sorry if I've missed it, but our Coventry staying up. Cool. It's going to be tough. It's going to be very tough. You know, I'd like them to stay up, but at whose expense? I don't know. But I would like, I'd, I'd like a, a sealed league. No one gets relegated, teams get promoted, grow the, grow the championship. That's me. I'm being, you know, sentimentalish. Uh, and uh, Craig has, has just chipped in there and he's gone. He can see a Leicester win, to be fair. Spurs are done. Craig has called it. Be, I think it's a, it's going to be a very interesting second half of the season for Leicester. I think it's going to shake up the bottom of the table. And I think... Like you said, I think it's just going to make it a little bit more uh, tasty. It's going to be very tasty. It's going to be tasty in the WSL. It's going to be tasty in the championship. Whoever goes up, I will be happy for them. But if a particular team goes up, I'll be extremely happy for them. That's all I'll say. Um <laughs> <laughs> I missed I missed the um the Craig comment and he's he's put something we need the Alex we need the Alex Greenwood dossier. I don't know what that one was. <laughs> I'll try I and get it. you I try and get you a copy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> missed it. Missed it totally. Uh, I, hope, I hope they give it out at the press press box at least. <laughs> <laughs> uh Emma, thanks for for coming on again it's been brilliant we have a, we haven't had the cat it's not it's not too frequent now we're not doing it as frequent as we were but just this life things like that happened yeah. um what are you up to next as in well what are you doing next yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, i'm gonna get me tea i'm starving yeah, um yeah i'm looking forward to going in um back to the games I think at the weekend looking and we're playing at home like I say so 
that'd be good. Um, but yeah, just busy. Busy yeah, start. I know you. I know you're busy. I mean, when we finish this, we'll have a chat because I know you're busy. So I, I won't keep you. We'll get off of this. Uh, what I will say is that I will be not attending a game this weekend. Both Crystal Palace and London City Lionesses are playing away from home. I'm going to be hopefully sitting at home watching a game on the FA Player. If you know, yeah, I can't. I'm not going to end on a, on a sour note. Uh, uh, I'm not going to do that. What I will say is this, uh, for those who are late, please remember this podcast is sponsored by Vaseline. Say no to dry lips. Um, that's it from me. <laughs> that's it from me. That's it from Emma. I'm going to say uh, taddy bye. What is a taddy bye? Anyway, ta-da. Who knows? And until next time, laters. Thank you.